Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. You see, there is a putting forth of the divine omnipotence of God's power through Jesus in raising him from the dead. The mightiest working of God happened then. The mightiest working of God. The source of authority is found in this resurrection and in the seating of Christ at the right hand of the Father. You're listening to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Today we continue the classic series, The Believer's Authority by Kenneth E. Hagan. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful, timeless teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on this month's special offer. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan's classic message. Ephesians 1.20 Which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 5 and 6 Even when we were dead in sin, having quickened us together with Christ, by grace you are saved, and hath raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Now this is not something that's going to be done. This is something that's already done. Praise God. Jesus is at the right hand. The right hand is the place of authority and we are seated with him there at the right hand of God. Hallelujah to Jesus. Now let's look again here at Ephesians, this second chapter. Let's start with the first verse. Let's read here in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 1 through 7. And you hath he quickened, who were dead in trespasses and sins, where in time past you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience, among whom also we all had our conversation in times past, in the lust of our flesh, and fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. But God, who is rich in mercy, for his great love wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us together with Christ, by grace are you saved, and hath raised us up together, and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, that in the ages to come he might show the exceeding riches of his grace and his kindness toward us through Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. You see, there is a putting forth of the divine omnipotence of God's power through Jesus in raising him from the dead. The mightiest working of God happened then. The mightiest working of God. The source of authority is found in this resurrection and in the seating of Christ at the right hand of the Father. He speaks of exceeding greatness of his power to usward who believe so that the eyes of all churches may be open. That's what he wants. Now, God wanted us to know that he set Christ, as Ephesians 1.21 said, far above all principality and power and might and dominion. Well, now folks said, yeah, I believe Christ is there. But if he's there, then we're there. 
because he said he raised us up together and made us set together. Now, where have we missed it? Well, we've sung, keep me near the cross. No, you don't want to stay near the cross. <laughs> Some people preach a cross religion. No, no, that's death. You'll always have a religion of death. You see. Yeah, you've got to go by the cross, but don't stop there. Go on to Pentecost. And don't stop there. Don't stop at Pentecost. Glory to God. Know who you are now. Seated at the right hand of the Father. See, you'll never be a successful Christian until you learn to live in the epistles, the letters that are written to you. Don't shout me down now because I'm preaching real good. <laughs> it's absolutely the truth. It's absolutely the truth. It's absolutely the truth. He wanted us to know that he set Christ far above all principality and power and might and dominion. Now, look at Ephesians 2.1 again now. And you hath he quickened, who were dead in trespasses and sins. Now notice, hath he quickened, those words in that verse are italicized. You understand this, anytime you find any words in your King James translation that are italicized or in your Bible that are italicized, that means the translators added those words. They were not in the original scriptures. And so the words hath he quickened, hath he made alive, though that is true, are not in the original scriptures. Now, I want you to get that. Now let's go on reading. We'll come back to that just in a minute. Now in Ephesians 1.20, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places. Now the same verse which expresses the reviving of Christ expresses the reviving of his people. Now notice Ephesians 2, 5, and 6. Even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us together with Christ, by grace are you saved, and hath raised us up together, and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Not only upon the head, but also upon the body, because body and head are one. You know, when you think of somebody, your friend, you don't, you know, maybe your friend's name's John or your friend's name's Mary. And when you think of your friend, you don't think, well, their head is named John, but the body's named Henry. <laughs> or if it's a woman, you think, well, their head's Mary, but the body is Susan. No, when you think of Susan, or Mary, or Henry, or John, you think of a head and body as one. Is that correct? See, that's what he's telling us here. We are the body of Christ. Christ is the head. We're all one. All of us are seated up there. Far above. That means we're above principality, and might, dominion, and power. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah to Jesus. You see, lives will be revolutionized when we realize the authority that belongs to Christ belongs to each member of the body of Christ and is available to us. Now you see, your mind don't want to accept that because you're, you've been brainwashed. We've been religiously brainwashed to the New Testament taught. We've been taught how miserable we are and we can't do anything. We don't have authority, but Christ is powerful and he has the authority, but we don't. 
And anything you can tell about you that's bad, well, you're ready to accept it. But anything that's good, you're not willing to accept it, you see. Yeah, Christ is there all right. Yeah, he has the authority. Yeah, he's got it. Well, if he has, then we have. And if we don't, then he don't. Because we're the body and he's the head. Now notice 1 Corinthians 12, 12. For as the body is one, and as many members, and all the members of that one body, being many are one body, so also is Christ. What did he say? He said we're Christ. He's calling the body Christ. Isn't he? Now notice 1 Corinthians 12, that was 12th verse. Look at the 13th, 14th verse. For by one spirit are we all baptized into one body. Whether we be Jews or Gentiles, whether we be bond or free, and have been all made to drink into one spirit. For the body is not one member, but many. Verse 27. Now ye are the body of Christ, and members in particular. Hallelujah. 2 Corinthians 6, 14. We looked at it before this. Look at it again now, and we can get a better understanding of 2 Corinthians 6, chapter 14, 15 verses. Be you not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship has righteousness with unrighteousness? The believers call righteousness, the unbelievers call unrighteousness. And what communion hath light with darkness? The believers call light, the unbelievers call darkness. And what concord hath Christ with Belial? The believer is called Christ because the church is Christ. The head and the body are one. Hallelujah. Belial. Or what part hath he that believeth with an infidel. The believer is called a believer, the infidel is called an unbeliever or an infidel, see. But I want you to get that, that the church is called Christ because that's who we are. Then if he's seated there, we're seated there, the right hand of the Father. I want you to get that. Feed on it until you get it. Think on it until it becomes a part of your inner consciousness. 1 Corinthians 6, 17, but he that's joined to the Lord is one spirit. See, we are to share his authority. We are made to sit with him and share his throne now. Hallelujah, now. Now look at John 14, 12. Jesus said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do also, and greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto the Father. Hallelujah to Jesus. Now, what are the greater works? Well, I'll tell you what, let's do. Let's just go ahead and do the works that he did first, and then we'll talk about the greater works. Because that's the way he put it. He said, the works that I do shall they do also, and greater works than these shall they do. So let's go ahead and be sure we're doing the works that he did first, and then we can go on to the greater. No use talking about the greater works if we're not doing the works he did. Can you say amen? Amen. amen. Now, let's go back to the verse we looked at real quickly now. I'm about to close. Here in Ephesians 6.12. We looked at it earlier. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places, or, as the margin said, wicked spirits in the heavens. Now, remember that we've already read that these principalities and powers and rulers of the darkness in this world and so on that we have to do with, that we're above them. 
Hallelujah to Jesus. You see, our combat with these things, we should come into remembrance of this fact that we have authority over them. Hallelujah to Jesus. And that we're seated with him. You see, evil spirits are rebel holders of authority. They are dethroned by Christ. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You know, we've got some really good offers here. Listen to Your Heart by me, and then four CDs by Dad, Doing the Works of Jesus, and then his little mini book, In Him. That's and that's right. What we, if you get a hold of these scriptures in here, who you are in Christ, that'll help, that'll your, help to renew your you mind. Renew your mind. That's and you right. You'll have that condemnation. That's right. Now, this is, this is normally a $38.90 value, yes. but we're selling it, selling it, offering it, whatever you want to do, uh, $23.35, uh, $15.55 saving. That's right. And, and uh, somebody said, well, why do you always offer something? Because I want to give you something that will help you in your life. And every one of these that I've offered, to, yes. I know what they will do. That's I right. know how they will help you. I know the testimonies that we've gotten from them. And so you can go right now on your computer and go order those. Now, if we receive that by December the 19th, that order, you will get it before, before Christmas. Christmas. That's if right. it comes in after December the 19th, it probably won't get there until after Christmas. That's right. Call now and get this dynamic special offer. Don't delay. Call today. 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Make plans to join us next week at this same time and station for more of the series, The Believer's Authority by Kenneth E. Hagan. That's next week here on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.